Good morning, class. Welcome to Reading and Writing with Professor B. In today's lesson, I'll go over some skills and strategies to improve your reading comprehension through a process called active reading. We'll be learning two different methods of active reading today, the SQ3R method and the QCQ method. Throughout the semester, feel free to try out both of these methods as we read different essays and articles, and then decide which one works best for you. Both have their merits and they should both help you slow down and absorb more information as you are reading. So the first method that we are going to cover is the SQ3R method. Some of you may have learned this already in high school and if you did, that's wonderful. But a quick overview, the SQ3R method is a five-step active reading process that is designed to help you both learn and then retain more information from what you are reading, okay? So the steps to this are, the S stands for survey, or you may have heard it as skim. The Q stands for question, and then the three R's are read, recall, and review. Let's start with the S, survey. This step happens before you ever even read. Before you start reading, you are going to survey. You're gonna skim the material, and you're going to go through and you're going to start to engage your brain in what you are about to learn from the text that is in front of you. If there is a table of contents, read that. If there are headings or subheadings or bold-faced headings or um, an author biography, captions under images, any types of diagrams or tables, or graphs or maps, any of those things, we're going to survey those. We're going to read them, we're going to skim through them, and we're going to start questioning what we are about to read. What am I about to learn? If there are any questions that specifically come before or after the reading, this will be especially prudent for anything you're reading in a textbook. Read those questions first. Those questions will help guide your reading. If you have those questions in mind before you start reading, you know what you're going to look for before you ever even read the text. So that's survey. After you have done that, you are going to move on to question. And question is, you're going to both in your mind or if you would prefer on a piece of paper, start to formulate questions about what you hope to learn or what you think you are about to learn from this text. Ways that you can do this, maybe you can rephrase headings into questions. Um, you can look at, again, the questions that come at the end or any questions that maybe an author frames before you start to read. You can also start to question what you already know about this topic. Since you've surveyed, you have a general idea of what you're about to read and you maybe know a theme or at least a main idea of what this article is. Now you can question, what do I already know about this topic? If you have already been given an assignment sheet, keep the question for the assignment in mind. That way you will know what to read for. If you're reading an essay or an article or a text to answer an essay question, Keep that question in mind. While you are reading, you are also going to constantly be questioning. And you're going to be asking yourself as you read if you understand what you are reading, 
and if you can predict what is going to come next. And the reason for this is to engage your mind actively with what you are reading. Rather than focusing on particular words or trying to memorize or retain the information that you are reading, if you start to predict what is coming next, then you are, you're one step ahead, okay? So we have survey question, and now we've done this, both of these before, we've even actually started reading. Question we also do during, but we survey and we question before we ever start reading. And then the first of the three R's is read. You're gonna look for answers to those questions that you've asked yourself or the questions that come with the text if you have looked at it that way. Um, and you're going to sit down and you are going to read with a pen, pencil, or highlighter in your hand. If you're reading something digitally, that's great. I always recommend um, if it's on a website, maybe copy and paste it into a Word document. That way you can use those same functions of a pen, pencil, or highlighter, but in a Word document. So you can like, you know, um, you can highlight things with the mouse and then, you know, click the highlighter function to highlight it in whatever color you would like. As you are reading, you're going to use that pen, pencil, or highlighter to take notes, to underline, and to respond to what you are reading. Things that you can look for, the main idea, points that are gonna help you maybe complete an assignment. Um, you can look for words that you don't understand that maybe you need to define for yourself later. You can be looking for the topic sentence of each paragraph. Maybe you want to underline or star or write notes in margins about pieces of the text that you want to use later. Maybe you find things that make really good points that you hadn't thought of and you know you want to use that in your essay. Highlight it, underline it, star it, whatever, and then you can come back to it and use it as a quote for your essay. You can do this however you would like. Um, I personally like to write margin notes and I usually do it in a shorthand that for me will help the reading, like I, it doesn't bring my reading to a complete halt so that I can stop and take a note. I'll write in a shorthand with abbreviations and things like that so that I can go back later and uh, maybe decipher what I had written. So it'll make sense to me, maybe it won't make sense to everyone else, but these are your notes, these are for you. Whatever is helpful for you, do that. And the reason that we're doing this, again, first of all is to later down the road when we are reviewing, which is one of the coming R's in this method, we don't have to reread or review the entire essay. We can reread or review the highlighted portions, the underlined portions, the places where we took notes, because those are going to be picked out as the most important and relevant sections of a reading. <clears throat> and the other is to keep you awake and thinking. I know that I, when I, even when I'm reading for pleasure and it's something that I want to be reading, I tend to zone out when I'm reading. And I know that can very easily happen, especially with academic readings. If it's not something that you are interested in or that you choose to read because it holds some kind of personal interest to you, it may be more difficult to stay focused on the reading. 
So forcing yourself to stay focused by writing down your reactions, by writing down questions you may have, by looking for specific things, again, like topic sentences, like theses, like main ideas, like vocabulary words that maybe you don't understand, that is gonna keep you awake. It's gonna keep you thinking about what you are reading. So after we go through and reread, we're going to recall. Now what that means is you are going to consider what you want to remember from what you just read and from the information you just obtained. So you're going to go back through your notes and you're gonna look and say, oh, I didn't really understand this part, reread that part, take notes on it. Um, maybe you can also do a free write and that's where you sit down and just write whatever it is you already remember. And if you do this as soon as you are done reading, it's going to be fresh in your mind. And I like this option a lot because there is an undeniable link between writing something down and remembering it. Something in the way that our brain works that when we write something, when we move our hand on that piece of paper, it is gonna stick better in our brains. It's why people write to-do lists, right? that if we write it down, we're going to remember it better. So writing everything down while it's still fresh in your mind does two things. Again, it helps you to remember what you read maybe like an hour from now or a day from now, but also you're now creating a cheat sheet for yourself for when you go back to reread. So that when you go on to the final step of the SQ3R, which is to review, you can start with this recall section where you've written down what you remember. And if you realize maybe there are some holes in what you wrote down, or maybe what you wrote down isn't clear, then you know to go back and reread those portions. So after you recall, the final R is review. And this is what maybe the following day, maybe when you're sitting down to write your essay, if it's for if it's notes that you've taken maybe for a science class or something like that, and you're studying for a test, it's when you're going to study for that test. Instead of rereading the whole text, go back and think about the reading and review your notes, your free writing, what you did in the last step, the recall step, and study those. And again, if you realize there are places where there seem to be holes in your notes, or maybe you go back to your notes and what you said doesn't make sense. Maybe that means your mind was wandering as you were reading that section. So you need to go back and reread it. But again, this will cut down on your study time and your rereading time, because rather than rereading the whole entire text, you're only going to be rereading the portions that maybe you did not um, remember well, or that maybe you did not understand the first time. So that is the SQ3R method. Survey, look at everything beforehand, um, go over headings, titles, captions, photos, images, graphs, drawings, all of that good stuff, and start to think about the topic. Then you're gonna question, what do I hope to learn? What do I already know? Maybe rephrase those headings into questions, look at questions that come with the reading if there are any, and start to get your brain working. Then you're gonna read, with a pen, pencil, or a highlighter in your hand or open in a document where you can underline or highlight um, on your computer and you're going to take notes. 
you're going to look for main ideas, topic sentences, vocabulary words, good stuff like that. And you're going to take notes, maybe in the margins, maybe on a separate sheet of paper. You're going to highlight those things that you know that you need to remember. Then when you're done, you're gonna recall. You're gonna go back, you're gonna consider what you remember, you're going to take additional notes, you're going to reread what you wrote, make sure that your notes are clear. And if you would like, you can also do a summary of what you just read and write everything out to remember it more later. And finally, you're going to review, which is when you study those notes, those highlights, those that free writing that maybe you did, and you recall the information that you remember, and then maybe go back and fill in any blanks that are left from your reading in the first place. The other method for active reading is much shorter and much more straightforward, and I think has a bit more of a writing slant to it, and that is the QCQ method. And that stands for quotation, comment, question. And the purpose of this is to slow down your reading, and it's to organize your thoughts as you read. So you can think of the QCQ method as kind of a combination active reading and brainstorming session. So how you do this is you either open up a blank document on your computer or you have a blank sheet of paper and you're going to make three columns. And those columns are going to be labeled quotation, comment, and question. And as you are reading, you're going to stop reading whenever you come to a quotation that you either don't understand or that you think needs to be explained further or that you just want to take notes on because it jumps out to you as important. So you're going to literally copy the quotation onto this blank piece of paper or copy it into your blank Word document. Then under comment, you're going to consider this quotation. You're going to think about what does the, this quotation make you think of? Um, is it something that you agree or disagree with and why? Does it relate to a theme maybe that we talked about in class or that we that you discussed with your classmates or a theme that you have heard about in the news or something that is important or interesting to you? And then you are going to reflect upon it. Uh, what about this seems important to you? What did this make you think of? Why did you think of this? Did this quote surprise you in any way? Or did your reaction to that quote surprise you anyway. And you don't have to answer all these questions, but they're, they're there to kind of get your brain moving in the right direction. So you write down the quote, you comment on it, and then you finish with a question. And you are going to note in this column if there is something maybe you don't understand. Maybe there's a word within this quote that you needed to define. Maybe there's an idea that's not yet clear to you. Um, maybe it's something that you want to think about later or something that you want to research further. You could also maybe pose a question to the author, a theoretical question that you would ask this person who wrote this article or essay or text um, about this quotation in particular. And you're going to be specific in this question. What exactly did this quotation make you question? And this is the part where you may really need to stop and think because not every quotation confuses you. Not every quotation has something within it that you don't understand. 
but maybe it's something you want to expand upon. Your question could be something as simple as, is this something I want to explore further in an essay? Something along those lines. And you're going to do that throughout an entire text, is you're going to, every time you come to a quote that, again, you either don't understand or that you think is important, you're going to write that quote down. Don't forget to also note where in the text that quote came from. If you're reading in the textbook, that's really simple. Just go to the page number, and then some textbooks even number the paragraphs as well. Write down the page and paragraph number. If you are reading something online, maybe just note the paragraph number. Write down that quotation. Write your comments on it, what it made you think of, why you think you need to remember this, and then write a question that this quotation leaves you with. So that's another format that you can start to use throughout the semester. Um, it's, it's a little shorter, obviously, than the five-step method of the SQ3R. Uh, it's not as effective for everyone, but then again, SQ3R might not be as effective for everyone. So throughout the semester, try both of these different formats. Try the SQ3R, try the QCQ. I will be assigning you specifically articles where I want you to use one format or the other because I do want you to at least try both methods. But if, if QCQ does not work for you, if it does not help you retain information, if it slows you down too much, then use SQ3R. If you find the SQ3R too time consuming, try using the QCQ. There's no right or wrong way to do this as long as, as you are actively reading, you are engaging with your text. That is the important thing. You are keeping your mind engaged with what you're reading. You're not zoning out. You're not stopping in the middle of an essay or an article or text and moving on to do something else. You are focused on what you are reading and you're helping yourself learn more and retain more information by taking notes and by engaging with what you are reading. So that is all I have for you today on active reading. Some future episodes will go into other aspects of the writing process. But for now, good luck with whatever it is you are reading and I will see you in class. Have a good one, everyone.